You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 113 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie. I am here with my co-host, Mary, and we thought this would be a good time to do a check-in, a little pulse check. How are you feeling today, Mary? I'm feeling good, actually. Yeah, it's a good Thank day. Thank you. It's yeah. a beautiful day. It is. The sun is shining. What more can you ask for? That's all know. I'm saying. The bar is different now. Yes. It's very, very low. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's been about two months or so since we've all gone into quarantine lockdown for some of the country. Some of the country never went into quarantine lockdown. <laughs> Others sort of went in and hopped back out, then hopped back in. It's It's been a thing. But let's say for all purposes, it's been about two months since the economy took a turn or a change. A nosedive. <laughs> yeah, as one would say. And so I think I thought it'd be cool to for us to both check in. We both have different businesses and just sort of talk about what we're doing different, what are, you know, you have a group of female entrepreneurs that are in your collective, like what some of them are doing different. I know you have made yourself so available to them and like you guys have so many meetings. I would love to talk about what you're seeing. I can talk about what my clients are doing and I just thought it would be kind of a cool check-in and see if we sense any trends or things like that. Yeah, I think that'll be really fun and interesting for people. And I'm also very glad that you you just estimated at a couple of months and you didn't tell us an exact number of days because a lot of people are tracking the exact number of days and I can't handle that. I don't enjoy that. I really can't no. think about that. Me either. So, okay. I just just wanted to say thank you for that. It feels like jail. Like I have yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. like there's like a wall where I have like the slash marks when people are like, <laughs> day 65. I know. <laughs> or like I'm, I'm in like, cast oh, that away. It's very long. You know? Oh, yeah, cast away. Yeah. It's Wilson. A... We all need a Wilson. We all need a Wilson. So it's Except a we have months. kids instead. <laughs> <laughs> they Who talk actually talk much. back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be curious what what are you seeing in your group? I say your group. I'm in the group. Yeah, you're in the group. So. <laughs> but you own it. You run it. You lead right, us. Right. I'm seeing I'm seeing a really big mix, which you actually it will be interesting. You can probably say the same from a legal perspective because you see the behind the scenes of so many people's businesses. But I've I've really seen a mix of and it's 
especially because the community is mostly mom business owners, that's been a really interesting dynamic too. Because with kids being home now, some of the you know, some of the members have just fully switched over to like caring for their kids and their business has taken a back seat. Uh, I think it also depends on the type of business, right? There's some businesses that you kind of have to be in person. So those people have not necessarily pivoted too much. They've just said, okay, this is a season where now I have to be at home. Photographers, for example. I mean, you can't really take pictures over the computer. Although I have seen some photographers switch to doing more editing and other types of album services. So people have been, I've seen people being creative and switching to online things like kids classes that have been in person. We've had two, two members that have been very successful with this, I think, that had in-person events for kids and have switched their whole model to be online, at least for now. It's never ideal, you know, kids are getting so much screen time and everything, but I think they've done a good job of asking people and and looking into, you know, what families are wanting in terms of online activities. I think we are craving something for our kids that's different than school. We sign we my kid, my oldest, we've been struggling a little bit to find for the little one, but my oldest is doing guitar lessons over Zoom, which thankfully the his guitar teacher from before happens to be a music teacher like in schools. So he's really adept and doing a beautiful job. And we're actually doing chess, which is I know one of the members. Um, and that's actually been pretty good. So that's she did been a great kind job. Of, she did. I if I ran kids classes, I would 100% be jumping online. But you're right, the photographers, the designers. So in my practice, I'm seeing a lot of people going back to basics which is really where I went, which is like, okay, I just, I'm not even kidding. Right before we got on this recording session, I had a call with um, a referral. She's not my client yet, but she was a potential client. And she's like, you came recommended. I was so busy. She goes, I'm grateful for these few months because there are so many missing pieces in my business that I never thought about. And so that's a big trend I'm seeing is the back to business. I mean, I did a whole back to, I'm sorry, back to basics, not back to business, back to basics. I did a whole YouTube thing where a series where I was interviewing, you know, business owners who've been in business for a really long time. And almost every single one of them has had some building block of their business that they went back to to think about. And so I think that's really interesting. So for some people, that's legal. Um, For me personally, it was marketing. I went back to my marketing strategy, which I never really had to even ever put into place. But everything I did was in person. And thankfully, it's, it wasn't all in person. I do do a lot based on referrals and online speaking engagements as well. I had to really think about the ways that I connect and communicate with people. And so it sort of made me go back and relearn marketing basics that I haven't thought about in seven years. It's I have to say, though, you've been doing an awesome job with it. Thanks. Like really, it didn't even seem to me like it felt really seamless to me because like, it's something you already had in process right? That you were like already maybe thinking about before. I don't know, but um, it seemed really seamless. You've, you've done a great job of, yeah, putting it all together and getting it out there. Mary, I made an air table. Stop it. I'm, I, there is an air table that exists that I created. Do you not know who I am okay, anymore? This, this, is, this is the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> I didn't tell you. <laughs> I you saved it. Surprise me on I, air. <laughs> I did. I saved it for the podcast, Mary. It just happened a couple of days ago. 
I literally almost texted you and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save it and I'm going to tell her on the podcast. Good for you. You know what Airtable is. <laughs> I do. I do. I like that you said I made an Airtable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think there's I think there's phrases and things that people say like boards and blocks and I don't know, but I created an Airtable. <laughs> created an Airtable. <laughs> Like Airtable is amazing. It's good. I it did it really, for my yeah. social media strategy because I'm doing Facebook Lives every Thursday at 3.30. And so mm -hmm. I had to figure out what I'm going to talk about. So you did content planning in, yes. in your Airtable. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like wow. I'm doing some series, like I'm doing some stuff on YouTube that I'm going to put on IGTV and I have like a whole bunch of series ideas. Yeah. I wrote it all down. You're planning content and planning the repurposing of the content. It's a good thing I'm sitting down right now. And I told other people about it. I invited my ops director and my social media manager to the Airtable. To the Airtable. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. You are you are amazing. I mean, Airtable, like it is a database, but okay. But I think it's very fun how you say it. <laughs> There's only so one. We'll, so, so we'll go with that. <laughs> it's good. Oh my gosh. Great. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. See, you've really, I have to say, you've really been, I think this is a good thing for us to cover too. You've really been a go-getter and like you haven't been, now there's no right or wrong with this. I, I say that because I'm going to say that I was the opposite, right? <laughs> but you've really been like, you've really been tackling things like head on and it's like, okay, pandemic, I don't care. I'm still doing my thing. And I think I, not I think, I definitely retreated inward at the beginning of the pandemic. Now is a different story, but I think it's interesting how different people have been reacting differently to what's going on. I totally agree with that. I, I mean, I had my moments, so it's not like I was just like, let's go for it. <laughs> um, and I certainly had a few many moments, but mine lasted. I think they were they were like little pieces of larger stretches. So like I'd be okay for a couple of days and then I'd have a day that was like not awesome. Like I'm not today. I'm not. I woke up with a headache. I felt tired. You know, today I had wall to wall calls from basically like 1130 until 5 p.m. straight. I have I had 20 minutes where I like shoved a turkey sandwich in my face. I do not recommend that to anybody. But it's just so happened. That's good. You ate lunch today. I did. I ate a turkey sandwich. It was delicious. And I even had like snap sugar snap peas. I felt very healthy. I eat a turkey sandwich today too. Oh, see, we're together. Look at that. It's amazing. Together, together but apart. I love, oh, so sad. <laughs> if I didn't have that five hour, I was actually grateful for the five hours of calls because I actually think I probably would have taken today off, which isn't a bad thing. People need to take days off. I'm 100% taking, I'm not going to do anything tonight and I'm just going to chill. Although I think we have a virtual meetup. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah I'm we do. Come. You should come. I'm oh, good. Come. It was good to have those calls because now I actually feel particularly doing this and talking and I had some good calls with clients. I'm feeling a little bit better. So it helped kind of push me out of it. But this morning I was feeling not awesome. I have pockets of it versus like a long extended period. Yeah, I had a long stretch and it's like I didn't always notice it. It's maybe a little bit weird to explain, but now that I feel like I'm out of it, it's kind of like I was in like a fog for like weeks and weeks and I was just not feeling myself. I mean, that part I knew I was just like, I was sad all the time, you know, like all the different emotions. And I think I just needed time to process that. So I really, I like super scaled back. I took a lot of days off, actually. I was like, okay, I just cannot like, because there's a point where, you know, 
it's one thing to just to show up and do some work, which I understand, but there's other times when you have to just kind of stop and sit back because you need the rest. And I think I had been getting to that point actually anyway in my business and everything, even before the pandemic. So I have to say now that I'm kind of out of the fog, at least for now, I can look back and see how, you know, see the silver lining of it and how helpful it was for me because I really needed that time to myself. I really needed it. That's awesome. Like it's, it's so, I, I actually was quite proud. I'm, you know me, I'm very big on boundaries, but it's been harder to put up boundaries now because of the fear. Like what if it goes away? What if, you know, and so I had a client ask me to have a call this weekend and I knew I needed this weekend fully off. Like I, I I did a little bit of work Saturday morning just because I had to, I needed to clear out my email for the weekend. So I would feel really good. So I got up early at like 8am and I knocked out like an hour and a half, two hours worth of work. And then I was done. I didn't do any work. And a client was like, could we have a call this weekend? And I actually pressed back. I'm like, do you need to have a call this weekend? Or do you just want to have a call this weekend? Because unless you need it, I would prefer to do it Monday. And they were like, oh, Monday's fine. Um, And so I was happy about that. But it's just boundaries, even for me, who's big on that is a little bit harder. Yeah. And you are great at setting them from the years of practice you've had with it. Yeah. So that's been still challenging. But I'm finding a lot of people digging into their books, looking at what expenses do I have? What do I need to be spending? Where can I cut? And where should I invest? But I think people are investing with a lot more care and thought versus just jumping right in. Um, we're in years past. And just signing up for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I do see people are definitely starting to want information and they're starting to crave because I've, ha- I've been having a lot of requests for strategy sessions. And when times are really, really good, most people just are like, do it for me. And now people are wanting to arm themselves with information. So I think that's another trend that I'm spotting is um, definitely... Some people, like you said, just sort of stepping aside and saying, I'm going to take this moment. Um, But a lot of people going back and saying, I may not be doing client work. I may not be able to sell whatever it is I'm selling, but I know I will be soon. So let me build some foundations and go back to those basics I need. And then other people who feel like they've gotten those basics or they're starting to see that whatever shift they make is starting to pay off, then I think that they're starting to invest slowly back into services again. Yeah, I I think it's the same. It just depends on which stage you're at. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that I've seen a lot of people who've jumped online or who are very quick have backpedaled now. And they're like, maybe I should do this correctly. Yes. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> I've seen that too. Yeah. there Because there were some people that were really like out the gate, like pandemic. Okay. And they were like, they were like almost like shoving information at you. I I actually turned off social media for a while because I was just like, I cannot, I'm just not absorbing any of that. But there were people that were really like that. And I've seen a change now with some of them. It's almost like if you don't, if you don't let yourself go through that and you don't, you know, you don't feel what you need to feel and take the time you need to take, then it's, it's going to happen at some point. It just, it's going to be harder. It's true. If you resist it. Yeah. No, you've you've got to give in when you feel bad or sad or scared or any of those emotions that sort of threaten to kind of like pull you down. You sometimes you just got to acknowledge them, be mad, sad, whatever, however you process that and then pick yourself back up and like, okay, I've had my time and now I'm going to continue going. But there it was really interesting cuz you know, Mother's Day just passed. And so it was a very and this is 
you know, not necessarily related to business, but in some ways that it is because in Mother's Day's years past, we've raced into the city. We've had a fancy brunch at a, one of my favorite restaurants in New York, um, where we go every single year called Locanda Verde. It's like one of my favorite places in Tribeca. We always go there. The kids always act crazy. It's super delicious, but I'm not enjoying it because I'm terrified they're going to spill everything everywhere. And my kids are like, they're fine in restaurants because we do eat out a lot. This year was just very much like home and like I did a workout and then I took an hour long walk and then like I hung out with the kids and we took a bike ride together and it, it was just basic and amazing and relaxed and fun and there was no pressure and I sort of equate that with like the way to feel good in your business is just like don't put so much pressure on yourself relax into it um I understand that money is always an issue and none of us want to be working for free. Um, and so I'm not I'm not minimizing that moment, um, but it, it, it sort of does start to come back up. I have clients who are interior designers and they 100%, that's an in-person. If there's ever an in-person, it's that. And they even have clients who are starting to come back and saying, let's plan as much as we can virtually so that we can hit the ground running when we're deemed essential and able to move forward. Yeah. You said it really well for Mother's Day too, because I, and I mean, you know, too, it was my birthday last week and I was kind of feeling the same even for my birthday, kind of like, uh, you know, I just, it's going to be so different, but I ended up having a really nice, a really nice day. Um, and I think it's because we're being like forced to slow down. And actually one of my friends, her birthday is the day before me. And she was like, Oh, I'm so excited because I'm getting to relax and just do what I want to do. And I don't have to like arrange different plans or like feel bad, like not seeing certain people or seeing certain people, you know, like all of the social obligations. And actually, she said it very generally, even for the whole like everything that's going on now. I'm sure we'll talk about that like as the weeks go on, but how you adapt to things opening back up again, because you don't want to just totally revert back to like your old self of just, I mean, I, for me, I don't like my old self of just like jumping into everything. Like I, I want to find the balance between the two. So it's going to be really, really interesting from that perspective too. Yeah. We've had a taste of time. Yeah, <laughs> there hasn't, I don't remember any time where we're like, yeah, we have so much time and the time is different. Obviously I don't, I don't think we, either of us has a lot of quote down time <laughs> just because we obviously have our children at home now 24 seven. It's, it is different um, how you choose. And I think it's the same in your business, like where business owners are choosing to spend their time is more deliberate. And because in some ways there's so much of it, but in other ways there's so little of it. Um, and resources are also more scarce. You know, we can't order stuff and have it there the next day. We're having to learn to wait again for things. Yes. <laughs> Even for Amazon. Especially for Amazon. <laughs> Yeah. And even when you're choosing what to do in your business, I mean, now with so many less hours a day to be able to work, it's like talk about prioritizing and like really doing what's essential. I think of Amber De La Garza a lot, actually. I, I was actually just going to bring her up. So I worked with Amber because my schedule prior to all of this was so horribly out of control. My inbox was out of control. Everything was out of control that I finally had a moment where I was like, Amber, you need to get me back in order. And she's been amazing. But we're coming to the end of our time. And I'm not even kidding. Today, we met and we 
we took a week of my time and created buckets. This was one of the most amazing exercises, created buckets of all the things I have to do, answering emails, business development, marketing, creative time, where I'm filming, video, whatever, and created buckets and assigned minutes and hours to it, including white space and all of that good stuff. Working out is in there. Time with my kids is in there. Cooking, everything. I mean, it's literally like you've created this like wall of blocks. And for me to see, because I tracked my time over the course of like a week to two weeks, how much time I spend in my inbox made me want to cry (laughs) because so much of it is not necessarily, it's necessary, but some of it is, you know, I'm either losing time or it's crazy. That is my new aim. And that is my sole focus right now is working on efficiency in my inbox um, because I'm realizing I'm losing so much what could be more downtime or could be more time to put towards things I really want to do. I'm losing it. Um, And so that exercise has been incredibly helpful, but not being able to go anywhere and not traveling and not doing all those things has enabled me to actually create this exercise, which I never could have done before because I was constantly a person in motion. Right. And plus all of that travel time like adds into all. It's the same for me, actually, even if I wasn't traveling necessarily for for work trips, like the even the in-person events that I do, like the time that I need to go before, the time that I stay after, all of that kind of stuff. Or I like to work outside sometimes the time it takes me to go to get to a place to work and how efficient am I when I'm there, all that kind of stuff. And I've shifted all of that to really looking at what are the two to three, I mean, I only have a certain number of hours, right? So what are the two to three things I'm getting done that day? And I've actually been spending a lot of time on self-care, what's considered, you know, self-care. It's such a fluff word, but really what are the things that like I need to do for me, which is, and I, I actually, I'm, it's good that we have this time to implement these kinds of things because I want to get so used to it that I don't lose it when things start to open back up again, because I, you know, for me to be more productive with less time, it's because I'm also taking more time to take care of myself. And then I'm less snappy with my kids and all that kind of stuff too. It's really true. Yeah, it's been, that's been, I think the most, one of the more eye-opening things about having Groundhog's Day every day is you're forced to look at where your time really, really, truly goes. Um, And that's been a really incredibly helpful exercise for me that hopefully I can actually take some of those habits, like you said, and lend them as time and schedules shift and change whenever that's going to be. Yeah. But I think it's, I I think it's, it's helping people and forcing people to see it, even whether they like really were planning on that or not, but I can see it as, you know, especially like for people with kids at home, the time that they have with the kids, either for the school stuff or trying to do other things that aren't school related, you know, like spending quality time with them. After all of that, how many hours do you actually have left to be doing work or stuff for yourself? So some of my business hours now are taken up doing things for myself. Like that's how I've I've noticed I have to do it. And then I'm so much more productive, even if I just have then like two hours one afternoon to do some work or something like I'm like, okay, go. And I'm, I'm more energized to do it. That's awesome. That is really good. Yeah, that's important. I've um I've definitely prioritized some of that stuff as well. And I'm I haven't been as good as I like I wish I was. I've continued to prioritize working out, so I've managed to continue to keep that in my schedule. And I I prioritize it in a way that I do live Zoom classes with my gym, which has enabled me to feel connected with 
continue to feel connected with that community because it's such a big part of my community locally here. So that's been really, really nice. And it makes the working out like I was really struggling before they created the live Zoom classes. I was having a very hard time with those pre-recorded classes. It's not because they weren't great classes. They were wonderful. I'm doing literally the exact same class as I would have. There's something about the energy of the people there that even even with just the coach kind of talking to us and it made a difference. So those types of things I think are really important. Doing Zoom calls, you know, with friends and things have been nice and good and important. I, I, I need to be better at prioritizing that stuff than I am. So that's my next goal after I get a handle on this time blocking thing, which is baffling and what to call an air table because I still don't know what to call it. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You can, you can call it an air table and I will giggle. (laughs) Thank you. I accept that. I won't make fun of you. I'll just, you can make fun of me. I'm cool with it. I I accept my inability. No, I don't need to. I think think it's endearing. It's endearing. (laughs) There you go. I'd really like to hear what everyone else is seeing, right? Like I want to hear what members of the HQ, how you guys have changed. Did you stop working? Did you continue? Did you change? Did it not affect you? Did it have a huge effect? I just asked 65 questions, but I'd really love to hear that because That's I think it's, we usually do. I know, I'm like, ask, here are all the questions, but I really like to know and see what other people are seeing with trends. So leave us a message. Let us know what you're doing and what you're seeing and we can chat about it. Yeah. Business-wise or or personally, you know, because they're now that we're home so much, it, it's all tied together. Exactly. Yeah, I know it's one big blur. Um, so if you are not a member of the HQ, you can find us on Facebook at the Fearless Business Podcast, or you can find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And anytime you want to leave a review, we love stars. Thank you for the stars. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.